okay you know what <laughs> i'm <laughs> i'm so upset because i recorded this podcast and i went on for maybe 30 minutes until i realized <laughs> it stopped recording like 15 minutes in for some reason how annoying dude oh my god Ugh. Yeah, regardless welcome back to the burn crew show everyone i'm your host gino frontino and there's a lot to talk about always i haven't been here for like what two weeks now maybe three weeks something of the sorts and uh, i've been busy you know midterms came up and uh, i had to study been studying hard trying to get my assignments in so yeah you know don't judge me i i got stuff to do you got stuff to do uh, I do this on my own time. <laughs> Regardless, thank you for being here, though. Thank you for checking it out. We've got a lot to talk about, and we're going to get right into it. Um, wow, my notes are all screwed up right now. <laughs> oh, like I was trying to decipher them when I was recording this last, like, a couple minutes ago, and it was kind of hard. So I'm going to try and do better this time. We'll see how it goes, though. <laughs> so, Wow. I don't, did you guys see Joe Biden walking up the steps and falling? Come on, man. The dude, he didn't even just trip up the steps. This dude fell to his hands and knees three times. It was, uh, well, he fell to his, he tripped, he tripped again, and he fell to his hands and knees, bro. I, he was like jogging up the steps. Like, what is he trying to show that he's athletic? Dude, you're not. Your dog broke your ankle. <laughs> Uh, you guys also hear about they had to kick the, the, what are they, German Shepherds out of the White House because they bit someone? Not a good start. Not a good start. It, it's been a very horrible start for this guy. I actually feel bad because Joe Biden seems like a puppet, dude. He's not running the show. He's not making the calls. He's not doing anything the president is supposed to be doing. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, he's really not. They're doing it for him. Kamala Harris... Oh, dude, she's just waiting. She's just waiting. She's about to come into power, I bet. And you know who's right behind her? Nancy Pelosi. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Horrible. Our country is going in a very bad direction right now. The Biden administration is the most not transparent presidency ever. And it lied to all of its voters. They won't even answer questions. These, these, they have press conferences... The dude talks, says some nonsense, calls Kamala Harris the president, and then when he goes to answer questions, his caretakers walk him away. The dude, it literally looks like he forgets where he's at. It looks like he forgets where he's he's at, dude. <laughs> this, oh my god. I'm telling you what, all these young new voters that just voted for the first time and don't know much about politics at all and we're just going off of what the media was brainwashing them with i bet you they're looking at all the stuff that's going on right now and they're regretting their decision they should be they're not holding up to their promises there's a crisis on the southern border with migrants right now texas is coming into the rescue because the president won't send down any help texas sent in their own troops to stop what's going on it's getting really bad. If you guys don't know about it and you live in CNN's little little front page, then I think you should dig around, find out for yourself what's really going on. Gas pr prices are skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. 
I went to fill up my truck the other day and I almost puked when I saw the price. It was disgusting. Disg it makes me not even want to drive. Now, I get it. I pay a lot more for gas for my truck than most people probably put in their car, you know. But you could get a lot farther on 20 bucks when Trump was president than you can when Biden is president. And if that doesn't tell you something, then I don't know. Man, you got problems. The economy is not doing very well. Cancel culture is destroying our way of living left and right. They, they put up WAP as the song of the year and Cardi B to, to look at. And oh my God, it's disgusting. And then they go and cancel Dr. Seuss. Come on. Come on, man. <laughs> Dr. Seuss? I get it. There's probably some things the dude wrote back then that maybe had some underlaying you know, judgment or whatever to it, but they're kids' books, dude. They're good kids' books, too. They're, like, very good ones. All the places you'll go, redfish, bluefish. Come on. <laughs> oh, the media is blatantly not reporting, like, most of the problems that are destroying the country right now. They're, oh, dude, this is so bad. <laughs> How about, like, the Black Lives Matter administration and all that? The Biden administration just completely turned their backs on Black Lives Matter and Antifa and all these. And, you know, it, it really still pisses me off that they still won't say Antifa is a terrorist organization. It is a domestic terrorist organization, and it's not even just domestic anymore. It's now global. Antifa has gone into England. It's, it's everywhere. Destroying places. God, if you still think Antifa is just an idea or a myth, you're an idiot. You are an idiot. And Black Lives Matter, I, that organization is not for, for black lives at all. It's made by Marxists. Like, I, and you could say I'm crazy or whatever. These are the facts. These are the facts that people are annoying, like ignoring. It was founded by Marxists. And you, you can look back at all these scandals from them, too. They're taking all this money that was donated to them and using it for their own financial gains. They're not using it to help black lives. It's disgusting. They're using people. And, and people stand up for these organizations in good faith, with a good heart, really believing in what they're saying. And what they're saying is, is right. But they're being used by these organizations. You can have a good heart and go support them and just not know what it really is. That's that's what's happening. You know? Pretty, really sad to see. How about Cuomo is being asked to step down by even the Democrats now? <laughs> like AOC. I've never, I don't think I've ever agreed with AOC. But this, like she was even asking him to step down. And it's because of the sexual allegations that are made against them. And not to mention the fact that he has blood on his hands from all the COVID-related deaths in nursing homes in New York. Guy's a horrible guy. Absolutely horrible. They were nominating this guy for person of the year. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Dude got like Grammys or some shit or an Emmy or whatever. Dude, the dude's killing people. The dude killed people. And he, and he knew what he was doing too. Why would you ever put covid patients in the nursing homes that's where the elderly is dude they're the they're the most uh like exposed or susceptible to this stuff right i don't even think i used the right word but you know what i mean 
Like, that's just, that's just absurd. Oh, dude, our country is going into the ground. And it's so sad, because it's a beautiful country. So much opportunity here. It's being run into the ground. All these other superpowers in the world, they're looking at us right now laughing. They know we're weak. And if the, if the United States was not a armed country, like citizens are, are armed here, they would be invading us. That's the only thing stopping con other countries from invading us is that all pretty most of the citizens in our country are armed. I'll tell you what, if I saw the, the Red Army coming up on my doorstep, I'm locking and loading. And I can tell you all my neighbors probably are too. This whole town, this whole county, <laughs> you know? You ever look at... um. Now, Pennsylvania is supposedly a blue state, but you ever actually look at the maps? You ever look at the political maps on these things? You know what's blue? Pittsburgh? Barely. Pittsburgh and Philadelphia. That's it. That's all. Every other surrounding area is red. And it's like that for pretty much every single state. Except Vermont, maybe. No, you know what? I'm pretty sure Vermont's pretty red, too, even. In the long run, a lot of people up in Vermont, they're gun owners and big hicks and shit. Like, you get into the country where all those farmers are, man. They, they're Americans. You go to the where all these colleges are and stuff, these universities. Now, that's where it turns blue. Because you got these professors brainwashing kids. Hey, teachers, leave us kids alone. We don't need no education. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we do. We definitely need education, but not not the way that you're teaching it. A lot of really crooked professors out there just pushing their own agenda instead of actually doing what's right and teaching these kids what they need to know. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. It's actually gross. Let's move away from politics because I'm getting tired of even... I'm getting mad talking about it. There's so much more I could say, and I just don't want to because it's, it's gross. It's, it's so disappointing right now. <laughs> so disappointing. I watched a video of an elephant fending off a rhino from his territory, and it was pretty wild. <laughs> the rhino stood absolutely no chance as the elephant chased it off and its cub. Or is that what you call it? It's a little rhino baby? A cub? I don't know. It's a little baby, all right? A little baby and a rhino trying to get some water. Well, guess what? That's the elephant's territory. Dog. That dude came over massive elephant just plowing over this rhino this rhino was plowed over into its kid it wasn't a damn thing it could have done <laughs> that's that's nature baby yeah like i keep saying it go to nature's metal on instagram there's a couple accounts that do it nature's metal is a really good one and it really shows you what it's like out there these animals are killing each other left and right it's the life cycle it's the food chain baby and it's awesome to see. Now, I know it's not, not some people, it's not for them. A faint of heart or whatever. But, if, if you're not really disgusted by seeing a little bit of blood, and you want to see what real life is, go to nature's metal. I guarantee you, you would not, you would not want to miss something like that. <laughs> pretty, pretty cool stuff there. How about the kangaroo argument? Okay, so last night, Last night, we're all hanging out after March Madness or whatever. It was our friend's birthday. And I started 
a little argument. It probably lasted like 20 minutes of these idiots talking. I'm sorry. I'm messing with my mic stand. I probably should stop. It's making a lot of noise. But I started this argument. If you could beat up a kangaroo, you can't. I'm telling you right now, you can't. Now, I had like fucking 10 people yelling at me that they could. And I, dude, I'm sorry. I don't care how big you are. Like, we even said, like, if you had a baseball bat, like a 36-inch aluminum baseball bat, I'm sorry, but you're still not going to beat up this kangaroo. You might get one hit in if you're lucky, but that thing is going to stand up on its tail and kick you and break your chest instantly. Instantly. It will kick you in the chest and break it. You know how big a kangaroo is? We looked it up because they thought kangaroos were small. All right? Yeah, when they're kneeling down, like, they sit down a lot. And they're like three and a half feet. Those dudes stand up and they're like eight feet and they're jacked. Kangaroos are jacked. They're jumping all day. They got massive thighs and their tails are super strong. They got big upper bodies. They could box you for real. You ever see the video of the dude just straight up punching the kangaroo in the face? The kangaroo just ate the punch like it didn't even happen. And my friends are trying to tell me that they could beat up a kangaroo with a baseball bat. No chance. I'm sorry, no chance. That thing's gonna kick you in the chest and it's little Joey's gonna pop up out of the pouch and go, ah, fuck you! <laughs> you know, another argument that I was in, I think about a week ago, I was up at uh, Holiday Valley. Our ski friend's up there. I got a daughter, she's like 17. Pretty smart little girl. But, um... She was telling me about, um, not telling me, the whole room, basically, about how she wants to, when she dies at her funeral, take her femur and turn it into gummies for the people to eat at the funeral in remembrance of her. Now, the there would be a sign that said, you know, what it was. It's her bones. So, and there would be a legally binded contract to do this. Now, does that make it consensual cannibalism? Like, is that legal? I haven't looked much into this ever since it happened, but I wrote it down in my notes because it, it, def it was definitely a good conversation. And, um, yeah, so basically, you would, you would, would you go to your friend's funeral and if he had gummies out there saying it, it was part of his bones, and they were made from his bones, and that he wanted you to eat them in remembrance of him, would you do it? I've thought about it a lot now, <laughs> ever since this conversation. I don't know if I could, but I guess I would have to. I would feel bad if I, my buddy, you know, wanted us to all eat him, <laughs> and then I just didn't. Like, I feel like that would just be wrong. I feel like I, I would be forced to eat his gummy bones. <laughs> what do you, what do you guys think? You would too? Good. <laughs> Oh, spent a lot of time the past week in my dorm uh, studying blockchain and cryptocurrencies. But another thing I was doing is I watched Pink Floyd's The Wall movie like maybe three to four times. And it's a great album, first off. I mean, pff, amazing album. But... Maybe four times was a little bit excessive. It's a great movie. Essentially, it's the visual into the twisted mind of Roger Waters. He wrote pretty much the whole album. It was his album. 
and it goes through the phases of the rock star's mind. It's a, it's a wickedly fascinating movie. Insane. It's more like a 95-minute music video for the album The Wall. Uh, but it's it's really good. The more you watch it, the more you listen to the, the album itself even, and listen to the lyrics and the sounds, the, the more you understand where it's coming from. And it, it's a fascinating album. Now, that's been known forever by quite a few people, but, man, if you guys have not watched The Wall, it's on YouTube. It's split up into, like, ten parts, but if you play, it'll play seamlessly. You basically just watch the movie for free, and it's it's pretty good. I recommend you guys go watch it, but I give it a 7.6 out of 10. Yeah, 7.6. Good. Could could have been better. Very good still. <laughs> My mom used to always talk about the wall uh she grew up in the 70s and 60s 70s 80s and uh big music fan big rock fan went to the concerts and all saw pink floyd at the coliseum and uh you know what is that columbus or cleveland they tore it down because it was insanely unsafe there's actually a story i'd like to share that my mom shared with me when she was going to the pink floyd concert at the coliseum the steps were so you know the step i've if you've ever known anything about this place, it goes real high up into the nosebleeds, and everyone smoked in there and stuff, and the ventilation was real bad, so all the smoke would rise up in the air, and where my mom was, she she passed out, <laughs> walking up to her seat to see Pink Floyd, and she woke up, and the and like the you know the ER people were carrying, you know, I don't even know what they call those people. I should, I know the word, and I'm not saying it right now because I don't know it. But, <laughs> but uh, they were carrying her, and she woke up, and she just kind of shook them off, and just ran back to the concert, and they were cool with it. You know, I guess it must have happened a lot at those concerts back in the 70s, 80s, for sure, definitely did. My mom used to always tell me at dinner, "You can't have any pudding until you eat your meat." <laughs> a little line from uh, Brick in the Wall Part 2 at the end of the song they say I think it's said in the middle of the song too but at the end of the song it, it's said and that's where people know it from the, it's always resonated with me pretty well I've it's been imprinted into my brain my mom actually got me drumsticks one year for Christmas that were laser engraved that said Gino you can't have any pudding until you eat your meat <laughs> oh I love it <laughs> Yo, what makes someone qualified to be the dean or president of an entire university? <laughs> I've thought about it so many ways, and I can't figure it out. Someone's out. Someone out there has the answer. I'm sure if I just looked into it a little more, I could figure out what makes these people qualified or why they're chosen to be that. But it just doesn't seem like... I, I just don't understand how that happens. Like, how do you just end up as the dean of an entire university? How were you chosen to do that? Maybe you're a teacher for a long time. It's kind of like a principal, I guess, but I, I just don't get it. I don't, you know, I feel like there should be like a panel of presidents for every university rather than just one person, just because, <laughs> like parliament. <laughs> oh, I hate this song. I gotta, I gotta change it. I don't know what I just did there. Oh, this is a good one. I like this one. <laughs> if you guys know here, I'll turn it up a little for you. Such a banger. Mm, yeah. You can take the moon, gather up stars and the robins that sing merrily. Put them in a the box, tie them with a ribbon, throw them in the deep blue 
good song. Most people, it's a great vibe. Most people don't even know what money is, you know, like or where it comes from or much about it at all. They just know they need it, right? They know they need to go to, they need to go to work and make money to live. And it's it's a mysterious object, isn't it? Currency. I should turn that down a little bit. I fucking love that song though. It's a, it's super mysterious. It's like. Money is kind of just a construct. You see, back back in the day, they traded gold, which had it has value. It's gold, and now we just have this piece of paper that's backed by the government, and uh, you know, that could mean you know, it's is it really backed by anything at all? Then, like when you look at the these governments' debt and they're going up trillions and trillions of dollars, are they even gonna pay that back? What, what are they paying it back to? It's insane. Like. Money is, it's a gas. <laughs> Money, it's a gas. <laughs> but, you see, what I've been doing recently is studying blockchain, cryptocurrencies. And it's, it's insane. It's, I really think everyone should hop on this train and at least learn the basics of what blockchain is. Because I, this will be the future. Blockchain will be the future of how we do stuff in our, our financials, our markets, our, you know, lists. You know, it'll cut out, it cuts out the middle person, pretty much, basically. It shows proof of work. It's, it's essentially just a list. <laughs> like a, an unfuckable with list, you know. Once, it's, once a piece of information is in there, an algorithm has been solved. That piece of information is solid. And if, you you know, hackers can't go in and mess with this stuff. Because as soon as it's messed with, you can trace it right back to the block that was messed with. And, if, if I mean, just hearing that alone, if you don't think that's the future, then you're, you're dumb. Uh, you know, you should probably look into this stuff a little bit more. <laughs> but, uh, so essentially, the reason I'm talking about this is because cryptocurrencies are my new shit baby i've always known about bitcoin i've always studied it whatever bitcoin's cool i got a couple other ones that are definitely gonna pop off uh the one that i will tip you guys off on is ethereum if you don't know about ethereum you need to go in and look into ethereum and the ethereum blockchain and what it is and what it's used for what people are doing with it because it's blowing up right now like I'm saying this right now. It, the price of Ethereum, one coin is like 1800 to 1900 bucks. It's going to be a five-digit number. Hopefully, I'm saying by the end of the year, it'll definitely be a five-digit number. People are saying it'll go to 50K, but I, I, don't, I don't know about 50K. That doesn't seem realistic to me. A realistic price point for Ethereum, to me, is probably around maybe 10K to 13, maybe 20K. With Bitcoin, eventually, I think when Bitcoin does settle... It'll probably settle around 150k to 200k. And remember, I'm not an expert in any of the things I'm saying at all. I'm just a kid that spends a lot of his time researching this stuff. But I am I'm not an expert. These are just my my uh, personal opinions that I'm sharing. So if you lose out big, don't contact me because I am not your fault that you're stupid and didn't look into it enough. <laughs> uh these cryptos, man, these NFTs, you know, a, a non-fungible token. Basically, people are just trading, um, like, digital assets online that are traced back to the blockchain. 
and it's all being traded with uh, Ethereum, the cryptocurrency. And these are pieces of art. They can be domain names. They can be, um, you know, gear that you use in these simulation worlds or these video games. Really interesting stuff. I have been on a grind teaching myself all about it. And uh, it blows my mind. I, I think you guys should all look into blockchain, NFTs, cryptocurrencies, Ethereum. Uh, yeah. For real, it's the future, and you might as well learn a little bit of basic knowledge about it before the boom happens and this stuff starts to take over. Because you'll be left in the dust, man. This stuff's kind of confusing. If you don't, if you don't learn about it now, you never will. You never will. <laughs> uh, remember when people didn't like credit cards when they first came out because it was a currency that wasn't backed by anything. It wasn't. It didn't have any physical value. And that's essentially what's happening here. All these boomers don't like cryptos and stuff because it's, it's, you know, it's not a physical value. They're kind of stupid. They don't really know a lot of these people. Like, even, like, my family, the older people in my family think it's, like, the devil shit. But it's not. It's just a currency that's backed by the investors rather than the government. It's decentralized. It's actually... It solves all of the problems that our currencies have. You know, that's literally what it does. <laughs> so I, I was reading while I was studying all this blockchain stuff, and I learned about PizzaNet. And back when the internet first started, Pizza Hut was pretty much the start of online sales. They would, but they couldn't figure out how to move money with the internet yet. So essentially, you'd go on the PizzaNet, you order your pizza, who you are, and then you would pay for it when you went to pick it up. And so then come bitcoin bitcoin was created in 2008 by uh man uh man who created bitcoin ah oh, dude it's on the tip of my tongue satoshi nakamoto satoshi nakamoto that's who it is and no one knows who Satoshi Nakamoto is. It was an email with a white white sheet for Bitcoin saying that he had created this cryptocurrency that solved a lot of problems. And about six months later, in an email thread with the Pizza Hut, I think, someone tried, asked if they could trade 10,000 Bitcoins for about two pizzas and a, and a Coke, I believe. And a week went by, no one answered. Two weeks went by, no one answered. But eventually, the the trade happened. So the first online transaction was used, was done with Bitcoin. 10,000 Bitcoins for two fucking pizzas, dude. Let's, let's do some math here, alright? Let's do some math. Let me blow your mind. Now, this was a long time ago when Bitcoin wasn't worth anything. Let's... 10,000 times, uh, you know, off the top of my head, last time I looked at Bitcoin, it was 58 grand. Today, those two pizzas would be worth $580 million. $580 million. 10,000 Bitcoins. That dude who traded those 10,000 Bitcoins, how many Bitcoins do you think he had? If he had millions, I mean, the dude is no longer 
in the public eye ever, I bet. <laughs> Whoever this guy was took his money and ran. <laughs> he probably saw it pop to 20K or 50K now and just, oh, I couldn't imagine something like that. You got these cryptocurrencies, they're not worth shit. Ten years later, you look and they're starting to pop off. And then a couple years after that, it hits like 50K and you bought it when it was like 0.000002 of a cent. And you bought millions of them for shits and giggles. Probably dropped like 200 bucks. And now you're worth billions. Billions. <laughs> I, I, I just couldn't imagine something like that, man. I'm trying to do it myself. I'm, I'm hoping. I got a couple plays I'm making. Hopefully something similar of the sorts on a smaller on a smaller scale happens but hopefully i can just take the money and run you know a little steve miller song <laughs> all right something i i can't stand i saw this on snapchat the other day and it it had my blood boiling because it was like who do you think you are go screw yourself why are these songs so loud all of a sudden <laughs> online social justice warriors unfriending anyone who is partying during a pandemic because they would not let them let those people represent them <laughs> well buddy i don't want anyone representing myself other than me and i suggest the same to you if your friends are representing you then you're you're a, you're a follower being a follower is fucking stupid you're an idiot and no one cares why would i even care about a friendship so easily dismissed as this like what like i if you don't want to be my friend because i went and hung out with a couple people then screw yourself i don't want to be your friend if you act like this is you're just another I, I, <sighs> <sighs> pansies dude brainwashed pansies go back to your little cave put your three masks on when you walk outside your door to grab your mat your mail and then go back inside for the rest of time and don't ever come out we don't want you here. <laughs> and why are, why are people so obsessed with tattoos? Like, I get it. Tattoos can be really cool. I like tattoos. I don't know if I would personally get one anytime soon. I think that's a big decision to leave something on you for the rest of your life. And you can get it. You can get it laser removed. But, man, then you got that scar. And then it's obviously still there. But, but um... Man, people are obsessed with them, like annoyingly obsessed with them. Like, cool, get a tattoo and then shut up about it. No one really cares for more than three minutes, maybe. And if it's on social media, no less than 15 seconds and it's already forgotten. As soon as they just, you know, tap past your story or go past your post, it's forgotten. Like, someone will mention something about a tattoo in our group chat and like three people will jump to it like oh my god tattoos we should go here who do you know like who do you go to i go to this i know this person's really good shut up dude shut up <laughs> like if it's really that important just text the person yourself the whole group chat doesn't want to hear about it but and you know maybe i'm being maybe i'm being harsh but it's so annoying. I know you guys know what I'm talking about. And if you're the person who's annoying about tattoos, I'm sorry, but <sighs> shut up, dude. Find something else to be informing about, I guess. No, like, yeah, you can only talk about tattoos for so long. It's cool. It's art. I love art. But it's personal art. Like, just 
go get your tattoo and just leave it be. It's for you. It's not for other people. You know? <laughs> and how about when toilets don't fill up the bowl with enough water? You know, like when you flush a toilet and it only fills up the little plug? That is the most annoying thing. My toilet does that. And I have to manually add more water into it every single time. Because I don't want to take a crap and then it hits the side of the bowl where there's no water on it. And, and then it leaves a stain. That's so gross. Like, just fill up with water, dog. Just do your job, right? <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> oh. You know, so annoying. There's so many things that bother me. And it, there, I have a list of, like, 15 things here. And I, I just don't even want to go through it because I'll get mad. I'll get really mad if I start talking about it. I'll leave them for another. I should do a podcast where I have, it's like a things that bother me podcast, you know? And I, I guess that's essentially what my podcast is in the first place. But <laughs> I, I tend to rant and complain a lot, but I think I need a designated episode for just like 30 minutes of me just complaining about stuff that pisses me off. I think that'd be kind of funny. I get passionate about some subjects. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I'd like to leave you with one one idea. Don't be another brick in the wall. Stand out and think for yourself. Being a follower is for losers. And just remember, you can't have any pudding until you eat your meat. How can you have any pudding if you don't eat your meat? <laughs>